Buenos días from Barcelona. This is the Alexa European Marketing Flash Briefing. Welcome to the second episode of Season 3. You know, Paul, I'm sure our focus today on smart data will really make one member of our team especially happy. Oh, you mean George? Without a doubt, he's our number one smart data fan and loves any tips that truly help our listeners get better results using technology. We'll hear from him at the end. Oh, good. Well, this episode is really power-packed. Not only do we share very practical advice about the small details that get great results, we also address the problem of new restriction on data collection and what marketers need to do. And I encourage everyone to listen to the end to hear about McDonald's innovative use of outdoor advertising in Spain and the strange coughing billboard in Sweden. The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European luxury hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com. Anna, we're joined again by Leslie and Carrie from our voice services team. I've asked Leslie to brief us on some important changes regarding smart data. Then Carrie will share those first smart data tips you both prepared. It's great to be back. It was very enlightening, Paul. And I'm sure our growth hacks for email, social and inbound will be very useful. We'll put up helpful links on our agency blog at blog.bevirtual.com. So Leslie, to get us started, could you give us your overview on smart data? It's really interesting, Anna. In a nutshell, we're now in a time where data is prized as never before by visionary companies. At the same time, due to the value of this new oil of the digital economy, there is a strong pushback by consumers on the use of their data because of very justifiable privacy concerns. I totally agree, Leslie. As Laura Chaibi wrote in an article on digital transformation last year, companies, and I quote, should consider a skyscraper analogy rather than thinking about data in the cloud. They should reimagine data as a groundwork that enables a multi-story building to be confidently erected. The excavation phase and below-ground foundations are the most important part of the build. That is a wonderful analogy. The good news is that our customers are open to sharing their data with us as long as it is ethical, transparent, secure, and provides value to them. 86% of marketers who employ data to personalize report a measurable uplift in results, while 50% of consumers say that they will log into individual sessions if that means they'll receive perks, special discounts, and other relevant suggestions. I've also read that 35% of Amazon sales come from the personalized recommendations that are made possible when people log in. That's a perfect example. Their personal logins are essential for ordering online with that retailer, but I also believe that people accept the use by Amazon of their data, shopping history, wish lists, and more, simply due to the user-centric model Jeff Bezos has pioneered. Well, it really is a company that has consistently improved services from a customer's perspective, with such fast service, real-time delivery status and free shipping. Amazon has worked very hard to earn that trust. Anna, let's move on to really actionable smart data tips. 
I know you've come with excellent advice from your experience in the agency. Thanks, Paul. Gary and I thought it would be most helpful if we focused on three areas everyone is working on every day. I'll start with email marketing. The first smart data tip is to create all of your emailings, newsletters, and even push notifications from a centralized platform linked to your own CRM. For example, we use HubSpot in the agency, as well as Selligent Marketing Cloud for most clients. What is the key benefit from that? Agility and productivity. Once you create the structure, creativity, and graphic design of your email templates, you don't have to reinvent the wheel again and again. With the touch of a button, you can literally clone a newsletter, adapt, personalize, and then automate it according to the customer journey. And I've been surprised by the stats you've shared about how video improves email marketing. We all know how hard it is to stand out in saturated inboxes today. And any video seen on a web or landing page, thanks to an emailing, increases the dwell time of a user on your domain. This improves your search engine rankings. It's amazing. Even just putting the word video in the subject line improves opening rates. And that's because two-thirds of consumers prefer to learn about new products by viewing a video instead of reading text. That all sounds great, but isn't it very difficult to include video in a newsletter? I mean, Outlook, Gmail, and others don't let you insert them, do they? It's actually easier than you may think. Yet since time is short here, I've included an excellent article with all those details in the post for this episode at blog.bvirtual.com. Let's move on to social media. I've added an interesting article by Lumi with growth hack ideas to the blog as well. We're actually experimenting with one of those ideas, the idea of trickle-down post. This is where you write only a one-sentence body copy in your post, combined with a powerful visual. You then encourage your fans to participate in a conversation below, in the comment section. It's a great way to learn from your users and capture important subjective data. We're also seeing great results from using more video on social, right? Instagram Reels are getting people excited with formats from 15 to 30 seconds. Right, Paul. Here in Europe, in France, Sephora has done some great work. Red Bull and luxury brand Louis Vuitton, too. Yeah, and those are, of course, new possibilities for any creative director. Yet, I can clearly see the connection to smart data. Such videos can deepen the relationship with the brand, create trust, and drive people from social to engage more and share qualitative data. That's right. And that leads us to smart data tips for inbound marketing. When we talk about capturing first-party data directly from our own customers, usually on landing pages using forms, there's a very simple detail we recommend. And that is to clearly identify those pages that capture data by including the action you wish them to take in the URL of the confirmation page. For instance, your domain plus forward slash subscribe forward slash checkout forward slash download. Excellent, Carrie. That is a very agile way to quickly identify conversions in the KPIs of dashboards or in profiles of individual customers in our CRMs. Any other inbound tips? This is one more based on empathy. Since we are recognizing here that smart data can only be gained by trust, I think it is important. Suppose we give users the right to pause any given type of communication from us, such as Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and so on. 
If a customer were to have lost a loved one, or hates that tsunami of hearts on February 14th for personal reasons, an understanding gesture on our part, to silence such mailings is powerful. It raises the odds that she will later share more data in order to personalize her contents. As we enter our last segment, the clock is ticking. But don't worry, we've saved some of the best for last. George, shall I open your mic? That's much better. I can breathe. You know how enthusiastic I get about smart data tips, so I will accept just this one time that you muted me till now. Ah, uh, please don't take that personally. I know you have a very cool update on innovations in smart data. But before we dive into that, I'd like to mention a groundbreaking strategy for inbound marketing being used in the Iberian tourism industry. Paradores, a chain of historic high-end hotels in Spain, is now using AI to create predictive modeling. They create these customer profiles, working together with Quantic Solutions from Madrid, in order to create the most relevant personalized content possible for their guests. That's an innovative way to face the huge crisis in the tourism industry, brought about by COVID-19. Very minority report, actually. Predictive modeling is cutting edge, integrating basic demographic and sales information with more detailed behavioral data. And of course, that requires trust and transparency, as we've been discussing today. A guest of that hotel chain needs to feel comfortable about tracking like that, and then opt in due to the benefits he will receive. Now, let's talk about the surprising revolution in outdoor advertising you have discovered, my friend. Paul. This is one of the most exciting things I've reported on here. For many of us, outdoor, which most know as static paper billboards, doesn't seem to have anything to do with digital transformation. Wrong. With the advent of digital signage networks, programmatic advertising and self-service trading desks, brands are now linking data with outdoor, with amazing results. You have my full attention. It's so important that it has a new name. D-O-O-H, which stands for Digital Out of Home. The best way I can explain it quickly is by sharing two examples from Sweden and Spain. And as I understand it, DOOH also employs geomarketing. It does indeed, with fantastic results. The first case is one by McDonald's, which is always pioneering new tech. Last December, they announced the results of a digital out-of-home campaign where they used smart data to literally drive traffic to the Mac autos of their restaurants. Digital signs were programmed to suggest to consumers that they stopped by the drive-through, as they left nearby shopping centers, offices and the like. How did that work out? Well, don't spill your milkshake, boss. The conversion rate reached 75% of people impacted by those digital ads. I've put the link up on our blog. That is incredible. I encourage our listeners to check it out. And as we wrap up, please tell us about the outdoor campaign in Sweden where the man in the advert actually began to cough. We have the video of that in the blog post for this episode as well. Another excellent case of smart data innovation, a Swedish pharmacy placed a digital sign on a busy square, equipped with smoke detector sensors. When passers-by, who were smoking, got near the ad, the man inside the billboard began to cough, which made every smoker and their friends literally turn around and point. Great notoriety for the pharmacy and a very effective way to promote their products that help people stop smoking. And with a real-time element, correct? Precisely. 
The campaign appeared within the context of the New Year's resolutions we all make and break. Really interesting, George. Thanks for the fabulous report. And thanks also to our faithful listeners as well. We always look forward to sharing European marketing and innovation with you. And don't forget to send us your own cases or ideas, either by leaving a comment on the blog or by sending us a mail at podcast at bevirtual.com. So until next time, stay smart. And just a quick note for our listeners, we'll be back again very soon with more innovation in European marketing on our Alexa Flash Briefing. Uh, I also hope that you'll uh, be sure to join us uh, at the blog at blog.bevirtual.com. Look for the Alexa section, and that's where you'll find many of the resources, not only for this particular episode, but for all of the previous episodes. So goodbye and talk again soon. This flash briefing is brought to you several times a month by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com.